0: Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist podcast with Tracy Franklin. We're to begin, grow and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. So what does real growth look like for a stylist? Well,
1: growth can be measured a lot of ways. It can be measured in making more money, it can be measured in learning a new skill, or maybe even more fulfilling work. As far as growth goes, it's been a long time since I let myself get stagnant. Now, I have a sense of pride in the way that I move and the way that I grow, and that is very on purpose. I'm very selective about what else I take on. I have to make sure that it is really serving me and serving the big picture. But there was a time when I opened my first salon where I felt lost, a little hopeless even. I mean, I was great at hair. The connections with my clients were super solid, but I was moving out of emotion I measured my success on how I felt at the end of the day, which, by the way, is not a reliable source. I had no idea what numbers to look at or how to analyze them, even if I did. So I had no idea whether I was growing or not. Not only was I not able to measure my growth, I had no idea how to help my team grow either. It felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. I was really great at like keeping the shelves stocked. You know, my husband keeps the bills paid. My team believed in me because of my passion and my want to, but I had no idea how to conduct an evaluation or even help them set a goal. So what kind of leader really was I? I mean, my team is talented and they were talented back then. So we survived, but I wouldn't say we thrived. It was when I took charge and got the training that I needed that I was able to become the leader that they needed me to be, the leader that they deserved me to be. And with the right tools, I was finally able to measure in all the ways that the industry standards recommend that you do. Knowing where you are is the only way to get where you want to go. It's like a roadmap and you have to know where to start. And the action steps and the accountability is kind of like the GPS guiding you along the way. Growth looks different for everyone, but the numbers cannot be ignored. We have to earn a living. The money does matter. It just does. I'm sorry. Should the work be fulfilling? Yes. Should it put a smile on your face and get you in your feels? Yes. But we can't ignore that the money matters and that this is how we pay our bills. So is growth doing more clients or is it doing more services? Well, every single person listening to this right now I know has heard the term work smarter, not harder. What does that really freaking mean? (laughs) Does anyone really know what that means? So what it means is taking an already built-in situation like a client sitting in your chair and making the most out of that appointment. How can I best serve this guest and make more money doing it? So no, it should not be about seeing eight to 10 clients a day, at least not for me. Now, maybe that's your vibe and that's okay. But for me, I want to serve about four clients a day and I want to do it really, really well. I want to make sure I'm adding on the treatments that they need. I want to make sure I'm recommending the products that they need to take home. All the things that make us successful behind the chair I want to give more of that to less clients. Growth can also be measured by skill, you know, taking a class and learning a new certification. And that comes with all sorts of overflowing benefits. You take a class, you learn a new skill, all of a sudden you're lit up again, you know, you're inspired, your your passion is reignited. And then you get to come back and you get to create a business plan with this new skill. And that in turn is going to turn into possibly new clients, more clients, or maybe it's going to give you the opportunity to better serve the clients that you already have. Leveling up is always a good thing. It's never not good to learn something new, even if it's not a certification, even if it's just learning a new way to balayage the hair, a new way to do something that you do every single day. If you're like me, I get bored. I got to stay inspired. So education is a really good way to measure whether or not I'm growing. I'm going to get real with y'all for a minute, okay? What is holding back most stylists today in this industry? It's pretty simple, actually. They refuse to go all in. And what I mean by that is they leave pieces of their self at the door that they should be bringing into the salon. And what that looks like is a really focused mindset, a really determined plan for the day, a really whatever-it-takes attitude. A little vulnerability. You know, there are a lot of things that we have to bring to the chair that don't have anything to do with a comb. And so many of them leave it behind. They get consumed with their personal life at a time where they really can't afford to be. During your first year behind the chair, it's a really great time to have a conversation with the people that love you about how freaking busy you're gonna be for the next year. You have to treat this like any other career. Again, yes, you're an artist, but guys, this is still a business. And there isn't a person out there in an industry out there that doesn't require them to be all in in the beginning. The Social media is a great business tool. So many won't use it. I don't know why. I don't know why, but they won't. And it's really important. It can be a huge obstacle when it comes to comparison. If you're someone that's looking around and finding stylists that are working three to four days a week and think you can do that too, you can't. Not yet. It's not your turn yet. It will come if you do the work. But you got to be all in first. You got to lay that groundwork. When you're seeing people like that on social media, what you're not seeing is the first two years that they spent coming in early, staying late giving shit away to get clients in the chair. I mean, there's a lot of hustle and grind and grunt work that has to take place. And they're probably not videoing that. They're probably not showing you that that's what it takes to get where you're going. I'm telling you it is. So if you're a stylist and you're wondering if it's time to create a growth plan, but you're not really sure A good sign is that you no longer enjoy the work that you once loved doing. It's definitely time to level up if you're looking at your book and what used to make you happy no longer brings you fulfillment. Another sign is that you're probably bored. I mean, how many full-foil weaves can you do before you just literally lose your mind? Perhaps a year has gone by and you're still making the same amount of money. There is no denying that you're not growing. You'd love to make more, but you have no idea how to make that happen. It's time to come up with a strategy, a plan. Book a class if learning is your love language. Like I say all the time, education is key for me. You have to find out what is key for you. If it's money that speaks to you, then knowing where you fall on things like productivity, how busy you are, and pre-booking, how many people are actually committing to that next appointment. That stuff right there is going to let you know if you qualify for a raise according to the industry standards. If you are a stylist that is not living in a growth mindset, one of my favorite quotes is if you're not growing, you're dying. And there are no truer words. If you are not learning new things, your clients are going to get bored with you and they're going to find someone else that can bring something new to the table. If you're not consistently increasing your income, then you're going to suffer financially and anxiety is going to set in. And I'm just here to tell you it's not worth it. I would definitely rather put in the work on the front end than have to clean up the mess on the back end. So again, if you're suffering financially because you're not in a growth mindset, then you are opening the door to anxiety and insecurity. And those will become what run your thoughts and run your behavior. And that is not good. Before you know it, you're looking for a second job instead of just leveling up in a career with endless possibilities. I believe all stylists should be growth-focused. I mean, there is not an industry out there that doesn't evolve. So how can you sit still in one that moves constantly? Growth is not an option. You can't succeed at anything for long without a growth mindset. So you need to know how to look for opportunities in this industry, you know, ones that will best serve your growth goals. And you need to look inside first. Ask yourself, how do I show up every day? And is it really serving me? Perhaps opportunity is knocking all around you, but you just won't answer. You just won't take the leap. If the want to is there, maybe you just need some inspiration. So what does inspiration look like for you? Do a little research, find an education event that you'd like to go to. Or maybe you want to go to a retreat where you're going to do yoga and meditation all day. Hey, that sounds like a good time to me. Or maybe just joining a networking group where you can meet people that actually understand is exactly what you need. Another great way to find inspiration and look for opportunity is to get a mentor. Again, we are not reinventing the wheel. We can really lean into the expertise of people that have already been there, already done that. So how do you stay in tune with yourself as a stylist? Well, just like with any other relationship, you've got to spend quality time with yourself. You know, maybe you journal about your feelings. I am a big journaler and I am a big advocate for journaling because it has helped me work out so much of the chaos that used to live in my brain. Another way is to write a mission statement. Boldly declare to the universe who you are and what a perfect day behind the chair looks like and then meditate on that. You have to get in touch with why you do what you do. This industry requires you to give little pieces of yourself away every single day. Now, that can be challenging and it can leave you feeling depleted. So, one of the things that's really going to inspire you and keep you going is knowing why you keep showing up. Why do you keep doing this? You have to know what nourishes you, what fulfills you. What holds no joy anymore, or worse, even creates a sense of dread? Knowing what keeps your fire lit is incredibly valuable information to have. So you can look at things two ways. You can see everything as opportunity or everything as a challenge. And there's only one way to change your perspective, and that's gratitude. When you start being thankful for what you already have, even while working toward what's next, the game completely changes. If you notice negative thoughts rolling through your mind on the way to work, then start blurting out things like, I'm so thankful for this wonderful job. I'm so thankful that Sue is on my schedule today. I like her so much. I'm so thankful that my station is behind Mary's because we click so well. I'm so thankful that I use products that are cruelty-free and help the environment. I mean, I do this every time I find myself forgetting who I am and why I do what I do. It's impossible to stay shitty while you literally declare out loud how dope your life is. I mean, you just cannot stay in a bad mood. It's impossible. never assume that what's on the book is all there is. Every client holds a ton of opportunity, but only if you show up and make it happen. If a haircut stays a haircut, then you didn't understand the assignment. You didn't know that that client holds limitless potential for your future and your success because you didn't bother asking you didn't bother with a proper consultation so that you could find how you could identify her pain points and help her have hair that she loves. So many times we walk away from opportunity because we don't understand the assignment. So let's talk about opportunity for growth. One that I see stylists pass up every single day, again, the proper consultation. The consultation is key to knowing how your client really wants her hair to move and look and feel. It helps you identify what's missing in her home routine and most of all, how you can better serve her moving forward. What can we do next time to make even more impact? If you offer everything from Brazilian blowouts to balayage to hair extensions and your new haircut client leaves with just a haircut, did you even try? Ask the questions. A lot of stylists don't plan ahead. They show up, they do the booked work, but nothing more. I mean, they don't want to be pushy or hurt someone's feelings by suggesting solutions. That's crap. These people are sitting in our chair because we're the professional. They want us to make the recommendations. If not, they're just going to go to Google. They're going to hop on TikTok and let some crazy girl tell them to put baking soda and ammonia in her hair while it melts off and stinks up the house. I mean, so many crazy things happen when we don't take the lead. They are coming to you because either they already trust you or they certainly want to. In this case, the client leaves with an average service and zero knowledge of all that's available to them simply because the stylist won't make the service and the product recommendations that they could to make this client happy. Mm, Let's talk about accountability for a minute So what does this look like for most stylists? Well, if you work in a successful commission salon, you probably have a boss or a mentor, and hopefully those expectations are really clear. If you're having one-on-ones, then you're having this sort of alone time to really express your concerns and ask for help in areas that you might be having challenges on. And if you're on your own, it might take a little bit more work, and it probably won't be free, but you could join an accountability group or hire a coach. Accountability is really important. And if you're completely on your own and you are setting your own goals, then have the integrity and honor the commitment that you make to yourself. If you're not going to honor a commitment with yourself, you're certainly not going to honor it to impress someone else. Please write your goals down and add some really clear action steps. And most importantly, timestamp it. Numbers tell you what emotion doesn't. You can feel like you're doing a good job, staying busy, selling a little shampoo here and there. Yeah, you deserve a raise. But that's just a feeling without the metrics to back it up. At the end of the day, your success is your responsibility. And a decision has to be made very early on that you are the one responsible and that you understand that. It is you that will have to show up strong and make each guest interaction one that they want to come back for. It is you that will have to promote your gifts on social media. Why are people going to come to you? Let them know. Show them who they are. Show them what you can do. And you will have to stay educated and hydrated. Honey, you got to take care of yourself. You cannot show up as your highest self if you're not getting your sleep and you're not drinking your water. That's free. (laughs) A busy salon can put butts in the seats, but at the end of the day, it's up to you to keep them. So maybe you're a stylist that really wants to create a growth plan, but you have no idea where to start. Well, as we close 2023, it's a really great time to take a look at our numbers, our service and our retail numbers. I want you to look at your metrics. Where are you falling in pre-booking your guests and getting clients to refer people to you and your ability to retain those opportunities that you have with each guest? Take a look at those metrics and then I want you to set a 10% growth goal. I want you to figure it out in dollars because again, dollars speaks louder than percentages. And then I want you to take a moment and meditate on that number, on what you'll do with an extra five, 10, 15000 dollars I want you to get connected with the goal emotionally. I want you to think about what this extra money can do to change your life for the better. And then I want you to create three measurable and clear action steps to support this goal. So what that might look like is every day, I'm going to give three guests two referral cards at my chair before I remove the cape. Do you see how clear that is? I know how many clients. I know how many cards. I know where it's going to take place and I know when. Track your results. You can set a goal. You could even do the action steps. But the important part is making sure it's working because you know what? If it's not working, we pivot. We set a new goal. We don't give up. We just move on. Stay in gratitude for every small win along the way. And make sure that you thank those who mention your name in a room where hair is the conversation. So, maybe you're a stylist that feels totally safe and happy exactly where you are. Nope. <laughs> nope. <sighs> you gotta be in a growth mindset. Set one goal, even a small one. Growth is for everyone. I've yet to meet a stylist that is totally safe and totally happy where they are. A stylist that couldn't use a little more money, a little more freedom, and a little more inspiration.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to aspirebarber.com